today's Splash Podcast, we continue our diving into small business and actually our general business principles. We take a look at small business profit concerns uh, out from the Ombudsman. We also look at taking something that is old and making it new, beautiful and useful again, pool renovations uh, and revenue from those renovations. And we also have a look at Australian manufacturing with AIS Water. I think we're ready to go. There's plenty to talk about. Hang around. It's going to be a good podcast. See you on the other side. Ready, set, splash. Summer is now here, and our friends at Pentair, one of Australia's largest pool equipment suppliers and manufacturers, are ready to help pool owners around the nation get their pools ready for everyone to enjoy. Family and friends can swim their way through summer and enjoy everything the backyard swimming pool has to offer. Who needs to go away on an expensive holiday to enjoy time with friends and family? Time at home, making great memories in your own backyard swimming pool means no driving, no packing, and no stress. It's the best staycation around. Choose only the best. A pool powered by Pentair. G'day, glad you're here. I'm David Stennett. I uh, have the distinct pleasure again of being your host here on the Splash Podcast. Uh, What are we going to talk about today? Well, lots. We're going to take a look at small business. Uh, We've talked a little bit about this of why why we need to manage cash flow. Uh, Obviously, the changes over the last couple of years with uh, inflationary pressures and so forth. We're also going to take a look at pool renovations, the opportunity that exists in a a market where, yet we've had more pools than ever go in over the last three years. It's been wonderful. There might be a little bit of a retraction on that, but it seems to be in line with the typical four to five percent growth year on year if you would draw a line between 2019 and now with all of those pools in the ground that are that that I was splashing around in back in the 80s and 90s in friends backyards and family backyards those pools are desperate now for renovations and the opportunity that exists across our industry to benefit from from that to really make old things new, that, that old things can be re-put back together in a better way for the future and That's a really cool thing that our industry can do, not just build new things, but take old things and make them beautiful and useful again. So we're going to take a look at that today. And then, of course, we want to have a look at another feature of Australian manufacturing with AIS Water, what they're doing in Queensland, some of their history. Uh, They celebrated 30 years uh, this year as well, having a little bit of a look at the expansion uh, and the innovation that continues there. Uh, Well, let's get going. Starting with some of the news and opportunities, I guess, that are going on around the country. The Australian government is partnering with local governments, so there may be an opportunity here for for your business to get involved or or pick something up or at least be aware that this is happening. Uh, It's partnering with local governments to deliver energy upgrades for community facilities uh, like local pool sporting clubs and community centres. So, yes, uh, pools, uh, swim school centres and so forth. Uh, The assistance will 
help councils cut their emissions and reduce their energy bills. Both of those things are good. The new $100 million Community Energy Upgrades Fund, don't they love to give these good names? The Community Energy Upgrades Fund will co-fund upgrades with councils uh, and has the potential to unlock over $200 million in high-impact energy upgrades to save community facilities on their bills. Something to be aware of, an opportunity there potentially for your business or to share with local business as well to help them and then make sure maybe some of uh, what you do can become a benefit to those communities. Obviously, rising costs are going up. Brisbane public pool entry fees as a response to the increased living costs. Well, they're doing something a little bit different. Brisbane public pool entry fees will be reduced to a flat $2 for both adults and children this summer. Uh, It's a big drop from the more than $6 for 15 plus and more than $4 for children previously uh, or currently. Uh, The change will be in effect from December 1 to February 29. That is a significant saving for an adult who swims once a week. It's up to almost $60 and the cost of taking a family will fall uh, to $8 from what was over $20. That will make a big impact on families. And of course, we want more and more families, children uh, who may not have access to a pool in their backyard yet, yet, of course, we want them to, but to be engaging down at the local pool, making friends, having fun, getting fit, staying off screens and just, you know, all the health and wellness benefits that come from connectivity and swimming, which is fabulous. Also in Queensland, there's a lot happening in Queensland. Hello, Queensland. Uh, There's a $4.8 million program to provide greater access to swimming lessons for children aged zero to four. Again, the more children we get started in swimming and being around the water and engaged in in, in our amazing facilities and things that we build are the absolute better. So children aged zero to four, eligible families uh, can apply for vouchers valued up to $150. It's a $4.8 million investment over a two-year period from the state government, which is Yeah, great. More kids swimming more often. Uh, The third International Swim School Spectacular uh, is going to be happening in Dubai. Uh, If anyone's headed through that way, that's in January. That's International Swim School uh, World there as well. So that will be fun for all of those people over in the deserts of Dubai. Bond University. This is a nice story. Uh, Preparing swimmers from developing nations for the Paris Olympics under an agreement to establish a World Aquatics Development Centre. The athletes will be mentored by Bond Swimming head coach Chris Mooney, who has a track record of coaching swimmers to Olympic medals. Uh, World Aquatics, formerly FINA, will nominate athletes for the swimming scholarships in consultation with their national federations. Yeah, there's a a movie, I think, on Netflix I watched a while ago called The Swimmers, uh, about two sisters who came out of uh, Syria as it was obviously going through what it went through over the last couple of years and made their way across Europe and into Germany and made representative teams for the Olympics and so forth forth uh, through programs not dissimilar to what Bond University is doing here. Great to see. And New Zealand, hello Kiwi family. Christchurch City Council down there in the beautiful South Island won the New Zealand Lifeguard of the Year Award. Uh, Isn't that lovely? Jen Bain Price and named the Lifeguard of the Year, commended as having a very customer-centric attitude, positively influencing those around her and working hard and fast to constantly achieve high results. I used to be a school teacher and that is a school report comment if ever I've heard one. 
customer-centric attitude positively influencing those around her and working hard. Uh, well, congratulations, Jen. Uh, well done. Obviously well-deserved. It's a competitive thing and uh, good to have a little bit of New Zealand in the mix today as well. Luidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to MagnaPool today. Over the last few podcasts, we've been really doing some, some in-depth dives into specific areas of, of business and, and small business in particular. You know, we took a, a look at why insolvency sucks and it does suck and how to avoid it, uh, how to manage cash flow, creating cut through in a contracting economy where we looked at the formulas that are coming out of best practice to take a, a revenue model and put a certain percentage of 6 to 12% to make sure that your brand has a position in the market, a 6 to 12% of what the Harvest Business Review Best Practice Study says businesses should be doing in, in the region to make sure that you've got a marketing growing business position. We, we've, we've had a look at the changing construction and construction contracts and how that worked um, in our last issue too, where we looked at the pitfalls of fixed price contracts from an accountant's view and some real-world strategies and opportunities that exist right now for you to work either around those fixed-price contracts, depending on what state you're in, or remove them altogether legally within a contract model uh, to reduce your risk and maximize the the efficiency of process, I suppose, with you and consumers at the end of of the day getting through a project and making sure that everybody has a win-win, and that's really what it's all about. Well, today I want to touch a little more around the concerns for small business and, and their profit margins as costs have ri- uh, risen. Now, obviously, we've talked about this previously with the increasing costs, not managing margins and passing that cost on as quickly uh, as you should. Some of this got away very, very quickly. That is a challenge to be on top of, depending on what systems you're running. If it's a little bit archaic and all still on paper, or uh, you've transitioned through to uh, new ERP systems as well and management systems for your business. Uh, but the latest Small Business Matters report published by the Australian Small Business and Family Enterprise Ombudsman shows profits for small and medium businesses are declining. Now, I want to be clear that this is not a specific about our pool and spa industry uh, or facilities management. This is a wider small business snapshot, uh, but it's important because it creates trends and indicates some things that are going on. And you know, maybe there's a grain of salt within this uh, to be aware of and that, that you can take something from for, for the way uh, you're running either your business or as an employee, you're part of the business to add some extra rigidity, uh, value, validity around what it is that, that you're doing. And so the ombudsman has said that according to the data, 43%, nearly half of small businesses are not making a profit. That is alarming. Uh, that is the lowest proportion of non-profitable businesses since 2012, 2013, when the number then was all the way up to 48%. 
Uh, this compares to 15% of medium to large companies, which were not profitable. So even some bigger companies not producing any profit. Again, the lowest proportion since the GFC back in 2008. So something uh, is going on across the business sector. Uh, the report shows that the majority of small business owners are earning less than wage earners. And in some cases, even less than their own employees. Three quarters of self-employed small business owners working full-time earn less than the average full-time adult wage. And 55% of small business owners working full-time with one to 19 employees earn less than the average full-time adult wage. There's a feeling sometimes, uh, certainly from the media and maybe with those uh, who are in employment um, themselves and working for somebody that the dream of owning a business of independence and wealth uh, is just a, a moment a decision away. Uh, the reports here would say that uh, that those who are running businesses uh, around Australia and even across our industry are carrying significant risk and not necessarily uh, making much income out of it. Uh, as the total personal income of small business owner managers increases, so does the proportion whose main source of income is from their own unincorporated business income and investment. It's really interesting. For those on an income of $10,000 or more, 48% receive most of their income from their own unincorporated business and 34% from investments. The report from the Ombudsman also indicates small business owners are, well, here we go. So, Carrying the risk and earning less, but working longer hours. 45% of self-employed business owners or those with less than 19 employees work more than the Australian median 38 hours a week. Uh, probably no surprises there to any business owners. Uh, and certainly, I think a lot of employees are putting in more than that too, especially in our industry as we come into what looks like a very hot, heavy, uh, busy summer, particularly, uh, well, not just for, for our pool builders out there sweating it away and uh, building beautiful things, but our aftermarket as well, keeping things maintained, running and beautiful. Obviously, things to be aware of, just to throw a little bit of perspective out there on the risks of small business. Again, making sure that you are protecting your profit margins as your costs go up, passing those costs on uh, to your customers and onto the consumer becomes incredibly important. Uh, finding ways to protect and continue to invest in future growth because some of that data out of the Ombudsman for Small Business uh, is alarming. Making Chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. Talking about growing business and finding ways to invest in, in new things, there is absolutely, unequivocally, no doubt, lots of other adjectives and synonyms uh, around that meaning. 
that consumers are needing to, wanting to uh, have pools renovated. Those pools that uh, we were swimming in decades ago are still in backyards and many, many of them just in need of either a cosmetic refresh or sometimes uh, more a structural refit and refresh as well. Uh, An important growing part of our industry. The current issue of the magazine has a huge, I want to call it an expose, but that sounds negative. It's not an expose. It's just a fun word to say. Say it with me. Expose. Expose. Sounds mysterious and alluring. Well, pool renovations, maybe they are mysterious and alluring. How do they happen? Where do they happen? Who's doing them? Well, we, we, we love our industry that are doing these, and there is a growing and increasing demand for these pool renovations. So lots to have a look at here. Everything from a vinyl line to resurfacing, fiberglass, painted options, uh, redoing, retiling, resurfacing, respraying, plenty of options. Uh, also tying in with, you know, if you're going to make the money, make the money, invest the money into a renovation of the pool itself, well, typically we're going to expand out to the area and make that backyard um, new, fresh, uh, beautiful as well. Uh, So good information here from a landscaping and a design point of view too in the magazine. Really, when it comes down to it, we want more families enjoying their pool and a beautiful pool is going to be enjoyed and appreciated much more. So every time, every year for the last few years that I've been at the the Pool and Lifestyle, Pool and Spa Lifestyle Expos around the country, there have been more and more consumers. I I don't have the specific number in front of me, but I would hazard a guess about 30% of people coming through that door already own a pool and the majority of those are looking for ways to uh, increase improve their outdoor experience and many of those ready to spend a lot of money to renovate that backyard um, patch of of blue sparkling water. So it is a a really good option to boost renovation revenue uh, on your account. If there's a builder who's struggling to find new pool leads. And uh, of course, we go in cycles. We, we were not short of leads over the last few years. Things are tightening up. Uh, renovations uh, are an option, again, to, to pivot towards. For every new pool build, there's, there's probably you know 10 pools out there. There's certainly a lot more uh, existing pools that will need a renovation and an update. And again, this is what we're seeing at the uh, consumer shows. So if you want to know more about it, which I suggest it's worth a read anyway, just continuing to grow and learn across aspects of our industry, you know, you're going to be in a mile deep in what it is you do to, to keep abreast of everything and be a, a mile wide as well uh, as deep in what you're looking at uh, through Splash. That's what we exist for, to bring you the news, to keep you up to date, to just widen your scope of understanding on, on many, many things as well. So on renovation, there's plenty to have a look at there. Also in This issue of the magazine that's out, issue 149, is all of the award winners. It was a huge, massive, gigantic, again, more synonyms, please, uh, award season. More uh, entrance in awards, more businesses in awards, more awards won. Just an incredible award season, really highlighting, showcasing the... The excellence, I mean, we call them the awards of excellence, don't we? But it really is the excellence that our industry produces year on year. Uh, the pool, again, we've touched on, on this podcast before from Graziani out of WA that won pool of the year. It's just incredible. The consumers in suburbia willing to spend this type of money on creating beautiful landmark pools is 
absolutely incredible. There is definitely a consumer appetite for what it is you do at all levels and appreciate the work you're doing to make sure that the consumer demand is satiated and, uh, and met. Now, before I do let you go back into your world, back into your family, back into your work, there is one other thing I want to touch on, and that is uh, Australian manufacturing. We have been running features all year on Australian manufacturing, and the current feature is on AIS Water um, and their investment in Australian innovation. It is a terrific read. Uh, that business turned 30 this year. I had the privilege of being invited there uh, in Incredible, really, 30-year celebration uh, in Brisbane. Established in 1974 uh, with a staff of three people and a turnover of $100,000, this business has grown and grown. Elena, who many of you all know, Elena Goss uh, with Kerry Goss, uh, have really shaped that business from, from where it was to where it is. So much uh, growth through adversity and challenge, and anyone in business understands that that's the case, that it takes a long time for success to happen, and what seems like quickly to people has a, has a lot behind it often, and uh, there's a lot more on this story. And one of the interesting, well, there's a lot of it's interesting, but is uh, the, the new anode factory that is being expanded upon and looking into the future, uh, just the education, the manufacturing process, some of the challenges that have gone through, uh, the excellence in production there with uh, Blake doing an incredible job overseeing a lot of that technical side of the work. Uh, and then the future as well, AIS with a goal, what they call a uh, the old big, hairy, audacious goal of being a $100 million company uh, is now in print. So team at AIS, you're going to have to chase that $100 million company by 2028. There's, they've got some new things underway, new residential chlorinator being released by AAS Water in 2023, early 24. Keep an eye out for that. No doubt we will uh, see that in the magazine. And congratulations, they have recently received US certification for products and are now taking on the US market. And with any Australian business that's innovating and producing and manufacturing here, we wish them huge success. Well, thank you again for joining me on today's podcast. It has been a pleasure to spend some time with you again. Please reach out at david at sparza.com.au if there's something you want to get off your chest or, you know, something you want to talk about as far as an industry uh, conversation goes. But until next time, ready, set, splash. Splash.